A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. You guys are listening to a Velvet's Edge podcast. I am here with Linda Penny, and she is a holistic health expert, is what your website says. Would that be the way you describe yourself? Yeah, in fact, I've recently just changed the name from holistic to vibrational. Oh, Because I tend to be working much more with frequencies now. Okay. Everything really is a frequency, including the human body. Right. So I tend to work more with frequencies and light and color and sound. So I'm moving more in that direction and finding I'm getting fabulous results. Right. So when you say frequencies, let's talk a little bit about like the kind of treatments that you might do from that. Or can you explain more of what that means? Okay. So basically what I'm doing is energy medicine. Yeah. So energy medicine covers a plethora of different modalities from Reiki to crystal healing to um, Shiatsu to meditation to kinesiology Um, cranial sacral therapy all these different therapies are based on energy they're based on balancing the body because we're basically just a a battery a battery we're a battery so if you remember in um, acupuncture yeah over five thousand years ago they found all the meridians in the body there were electrical pathways of energy right so when you go for an acupuncture session what they're doing is taking out the little blocks by putting in the needles of where the blocks would be in an, in an energy pathway. Oh, and that's why you feel the release when the needle... That's right, okay. because you're taking... So that means the whole idea for the body to work at its optimum, ideally, all energy should be flowing through the body. So originally, the body comes in through the chakra system. Are you aware of the yes. chakra system? So the body comes... The energy comes in through the chakra system. Now, the chakra system governs the endocrine system. Okay. So that's all your glands. Okay. Or your hormones. And for those people who might not know about the chakra system, how many chakras are there? There's it's the There's many, many chakras, but the basic first introduction to the chakra system is the basic seven chakras. Yes. So there's one at the base. Uh Uh-huh. Then the next one up, which is red. Yeah. The next one up is the sacral. Okay. And then the solar plexus. Okay. The heart. Yes. The throat. The third eye and the crown. So that's the seven basic chakras since um i've been working with this work i've expanded that to include other chakras you know other areas like the 13 chakra system but that's more advanced but when you're starting out if you can start really learning about the seven chakras you learn a lot about yourself because each one relates to emotion it relates to different oils you can use on it it relates to so many different aspects it relates to certain organs in the body um, it relates to a lot. I mean, it's a whole subject matter on its own. So if any of the chakras are blocked, either your, the energy fields that you're talking about are also blocked. In our- because what happens, yeah, because the energy comes in through the chakra system and then it's fed through the energy pathways, which mm-hmm. are called meridians, to all the organs. Right. Okay, so if you've got, a, if you're not getting enough energy coming in, there's not enough energy to go through your body into the energy pathways that go to the organs. 
Right. So really getting the chakra system balanced first is really important. And so that's what your job is, is to go in, see what's kind of blocked, and then you do the different treatments like you have your basic your basic thing is kinesiology, correct? The reason I use that as my basis is because using the muscle testing, mm-hmm. um, I can talk to the innate intelligence of the body and find out what's going on. Because the brain and the mind mostly doesn't know anything. 99% right. of what you have up here, and I'm tapping my head at the moment, <laughs> 99% of what you have in here is rubbish and was put in by somebody else. They're not really original thoughts. Oh, that's, I never thought about that. That's what you were saying to me earlier. It's what we're programmed to start thinking. Yes. But our body actually knows what's happening. But the happening. body knows because it has innate intelligence, it's called. Innate uh-huh. intelligence is the truth. Mm-hmm. So that comes from here. It comes yeah. from inside you and very much related to the heart. So the energy that we're in right now is moving away from saying what you think, which is coming from the mind, mm-hmm. to saying how you feel. Because the feeling is more truthful than what the mind can tell you. Because the mind can tell you anything. Right. And the feeling's coming from your body. The feeling. If you're feeling good, you know that feels good. So, for instance, I I use a a funny metaphor, which is, you know, in the morning when you wake up, if you wake up and go, oh, God, I feel like shit today. Yeah. That message goes through to every single cell in your body. Yeah. And they go, pass it on. We don't feel great today. We feel like shit. Then you walk around with your head down, you're tired, you can't get motivated. Right. But if you wake up in the morning and go, I feel great today, the body goes, oh, apparently we feel great. And it passes that message down to all the cells. And then the body goes, oh, we feel great. But what if you don't feel great? Yeah, but you have to start. <laughs> so it's about the programming yourself to believe because everything is a belief. So you can, obviously, if you're not feeling well, there's certain things you need to do and it takes time. Mm-hmm. But I'm using that just as an example, right. a very basic example of how your thoughts and your mind relate to your body. Okay. So every thought you think goes down into the cells of your body. It's a truth to the cell. Because the way that the body works in my world and the way I work is that thoughts create hormones, mm-hmm. hormones create chemistry, mm-hmm. and chemistry creates the physical body. So it all starts with the thoughts. Okay. So by choosing your thoughts to be thoughts that take you towards love, as mm-hmm. opposed to thoughts that take you towards fear, you're more likely to have a better life and a healthier body. More likely. There's always the exception to the rule. Right. But this is generalizing because obviously when I speak to a a client like I did to you today, the information I got was specifically for you because everybody's biochemically individual. So what I told you and how I worked on you was probably nothing to do with the next person that comes in. Right. Well, let's get into that, actually. So I did a treatment with Linda when I first got here. And, okay, I have so many questions. (laughs) First of all, I'm still processing what just (laughs) happened. It was a bit of a session. It was a bit of a session. (laughs) It was a bit... Um, but basically I laid on the table and you do the, when you used to describe the muscle test earlier. So what that is, is basically you hold my arm out. Well, I used your, one of your arms. Yes. yes. To use, you can use different parts of the body, but I used your arm. I was actually using anterior deltoid muscle okay. to communicate with your body so that you, I could, your head was sort of out of the way. Yeah. It was just my body. I was talking to the innate intelligence of your body. So you were testing different things, and on certain things, I could hold my arm strong and stay up, and then certain things, my arm would just crash. Because to the table. muscle testing is a binary system. 
What does that mean? That means it can only go up or down. It's on or off. It's zero or one. It's just, there's only two ways it can go. It can't right. do anything else but go weak or strong. So when it goes weak, what does that mean? So often when it, well, it means different things, but when you know what you're doing, um, mm-hmm. sometimes weakness can be a good thing and sometimes not, depending if you're testing for things. But when right. I was talking to your body today mm-hmm. and I was asking certain things about it, I was saying, okay, so... Let's see where the priority issue is. Is it an electrical system? Right. Yes. Is it an emotional system? Yes. 100. That's very emotional. <laughs> is it in the chemical system? No. It wasn't. Your body wasn't interested today in talking about supplements and food. Okay, so chemical would be like, yeah, if I was off balance with some, some sort which of... you would need some kind of vitamin or yeah, mineral like or, deficient or, or to something. change your diet. Right. None of those apply to you today. It was but just... for somebody else, they could. And they right. could come and their whole session would be about the fact that they're not eating correctly, they're not digesting correctly, they need supplements for this, that, and the other. Yeah. But today yours was about the emotional and the electrical. The emotional and the electrical. And then, so we did the muscle test, so that gave you sort of a guide. But then you would test certain things, and there were certain times where you said you felt energy coming out of me. I always do, yeah. Okay, can you tell me about that? It's that kind is, of weird, but it just, yeah. like some people yawn. I mean, in this, who do this kind of work, some mm-hmm. people yawn. I know one person that yawns every time they're working with somebody. I kind of shiver like that. Yeah, I just you kind shivered. Of shiver. You can't see it, but I'm shivering. <laughs> you kind of shake. It's like, ugh. Yeah. And what I'm doing is I'm I'm getting that um, negative energy out of the body for you. So I'm facilitating getting that out. How do you feel that? That's... I don't know. It just happens. Did, when you know, did when you, you figure out that enough, you could do it? Was that, I mean, was that part beginning. of your training? No. Yeah. No, that's an independent thing that I, you know, I'm attuned to that kind of work. Right. You know? um, everybody's different. But no, I wasn't trained to do that at all. It just started happening. It's like another thing that happened when I was working after a few years was I started seeing geometric shapes on people's bodies. You do. And I could tell where the strand was missing. You know, so it would be sacred geometry type mm-hmm. of shapes, like this shape, you know, yes. the striantra or the flower of life or something like that. And then I would see little strands that were missing. It's like, oh, that's what needs fixing over there. Oh, um, that one needs wow. fixing over there. So it's kind of the body is, because I've done this so long. Right. The body is talking to me and telling me, what needs to be done. But the other thing that's important with kinesiology is it tells you in what order it wants to be fixed. Okay. That to me is amazing because, you know, you can't just fix something sometimes by taking a supplement. Right. The body might say, no, we don't even want to look at the electrical system until we've sorted out this emotion because this emotion right. is running the show. Well, and that's what I told you, remember, that I've done some holistic testing before and I did do supplements and it evened out a lot of stuff that was like really off for me. But now maybe it's time for me to look at the more emotional stuff. Because you've done the chemistry. Right. And that didn't come up because whoever you saw did a good job and you Mm -hmm. followed it. And therefore it wasn't a priority today. Right. you had some emotional stuff come up, which we won't talk about. (laughs) We might get into it. Wait, so like, you know, that was was weighing you down. It was. And it is interesting. Like, I, I don't even know how this happens. I don't fully understand it. You did all this tapping and I feel a lot lighter. Yes, because I cleared the emotional blocks out of your system so that you can move forward and, and start getting some joy and happiness into your right. life and not be dragging around the past. So when I walked in, like you said, you feel energies. Do you Did you feel, like, do you pick up on people's energies? Is that like, or do you have to be in a session doing no, I, like... I, I can do it sometimes, but you know, I'm mostly around very nice people. So right. it's not an issue for me. I mean, I can walk into a room and go, oops, nope, not my people and walk out. Right. Or I can walk into another room and go, oh, I love these people and walk in. And how do you not take that with you? Like, do you know what I'm saying? I don't give it permission. 
to, 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 to I don't want to take it on board. Right. So that's why you shiver it off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I I don't think I I see a lot of people and I'm completely with them 100%. So when I was with you, I was you had my 100% attention. Yeah. But you know, to be quite honest, when you walk out the door, I won't remember anything about what we did. Right. That's why I have to write stuff down because I can't hold on to it. It's not my job to do right. that. My job is just to facilitate helping you to help yourself. I'm not yeah. really a healer. You know, the word is a strange word, but basically I'm helping you. I'm a facilitator to help mm-hmm. you to help yourself because the body wants to be well. Yeah. But you don't have the, you need someone to give you the tools or the reasons or the ideas that you can do use, like affirmations. I was going to say, even the affirmations that you've given me as like my homework now, <laughs> those are things that I would have never thought to say to myself or to work through certain things. So it just is kind of like a facilitator. Yeah. So the idea for me, my job is to take you to the to be the next best version of yourself. Yeah. And whatever that entails. And I've worked with you know your friend. That's how yeah. we know each other now. Yeah. Um, and she's an amazing woman, and I've watched her grow tremendously. And I see so many people. I had a girl this morning that came who's just a. I mean, in two years, she's like a whole new woman. Really. She's so happy, and she has everything in life that she ever wanted. Um, and it's wonderful to see that. You know, I see a lot of people just growing. You know, we're here to grow, mm-hmm. basically. That's what we're here to do. What do you think blocks ex- us from that so much? Our own self and fear, basically. And at the mm. bottom line is fear. We're fear- fearful of ourselves. We've been programmed to believe we're not very good and we haven't got any, you know, we're a waste of time and we haven't got any self-worth. And we spend most of our earlier years anyway um, in our teens and 20s and 30s even, you know, trying to overcome that and realize that mm-hmm. we have all the power we could possibly want mm-hmm. and that we're amazing people. And we have independent thought, which is not taught anymore at school. They're not really taught how to think independently. Everybody's like a robot. Um, so you yeah. have to make an effort. And one of the things I think really helps is reading, which is something that's not very popular anymore because everybody watches, you know, screens. But finding people that you admire and reading their story and that's very inspirational mm-hmm. to make you realize that, oh, yeah, they did it. I could do it, mm-hmm. you know, and remembering that you are an amazing, um, amazing being, you know, amazing mm-hmm. part of God, actually, at the end of the day. And we're all these incredible individualizations of consciousness um, that are all basically connected. But we are here in this free will society or planet of choice, if you like, um, to make decisions and to decide how we want the play to come out we're in a play basically yeah and uh i had a um I, know, I had a death experience i don't know why they call it near death you either die or you don't so i died <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i had an amazing experience and it changed my life obviously you died yeah wait say so can you tell us more um well what do you mean you i had a they brought you back yeah okay yeah but i had a fantastic experience while i was gone and so when I came back, I saw things very differently. And I think probably everybody should die at least once while they're alive because they get a decent perspective at the end wow. of it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But, you know, you realize that, you know, we've been given humor. Why don't we use that a little bit more? Mm-hmm. Why are we using judgment and doubt and mm-hmm. fear? Use humor. Mm-hmm. Use joy. Use love. Use these wonderful abilities that we have and start putting those into your life more, you know, to, to just enjoy life better. We push ourselves so much to work hard and to right. fill all our hours and, you know, we don't spend a lot of time just being 
fun and having a nice time. Yeah. She's looking directly <laughs> in my eyes right now. <laughs> because you work too much. That, <laughs> that was one of the main things we talked about. <laughs> so the idea is to find some time to have some fun and, and yeah. to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Let's talk about the sound therapy, because I think a lot of people would be like, what is happening? This is really hokey. Like when I was laying there, you hit these tuning forks, tuning forks. Okay. And it hit different frequencies. And honestly, one of them, it was very calm. And the other one at first, it was very disturbing to me. And then I got calm. Right. Because it would have lifted something up and out. Okay. That's what that was doing. So basically we're just made up of different frequencies. Okay. This is what we said earlier. Yeah. And everything resonates to different frequencies. So sound healing's used all the time. It's been used for a long time. I've never, this is my first experience with that. Yeah. But it's used if you go and have a MRI or you go and have They're all sound. Yeah. You know, they're all these machines they use in hospitals that are based on sound. But sound healing's been around for eons. I mean, Mm -hmm. really, it's an ancient form of of healing, really, Mm -hmm. because... We can, what the, the, the tuning forks that I used on you, for instance, were tuned specifically to either the meridian system or the chakra system or to particular areas of the body. So I, you know, my forks are, if you like, um, are tuned to an a, a absolutely optimum chakra. So if I'm working on your base chakra with the base chakra tuning yeah. fork, that's going to bring that base chakra up to its optimum. So it can work at its optimum level. What was the chakra you said for me? It was the sacral. Sacral. I was having a lot of orange color, and Uh it relates to sort of relationships, money, Mm -hmm. um, work, finances, all that kind of thing. So all of my stuff. (laughs) Yes. So orange would be a good color for you to wear. Oh, dang it! I really got to So sound works in amazing ways. Actually, it's um, it's my favorite thing in the world, and and actually humming is particularly good for healing the body. So if you humming, yeah, there's a book out by Jonathan Goldman on humming, and if you hum to yourself, what you're doing is your frequency is vibrating inside of you, and it's it's very healing. Calming. And very calming. Yeah, yeah. so, so you can interesting. Just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, children hum a lot. All the time. My but grandmother hums hum. all the time. She's fun. I bet she's well. She, uh, she's, I mean, she's 83, still kicking it. So there you go. There you go. So interesting. Okay, so then we did, there's sound, sound therapy. We talked about the chakra balancing. What is Reiki? Can you explain that? Okay, so Reiki is a hands-on healing for yourself, really. You can you also learn it for others, but you start off with Reiki 1, which I've been teaching for about over 20 years now. Um, Reiki is universal love. Okay. And what it is, is you you become, if you like, there's a piece of, you know what a bamboo looks like? It's got all that stuff in the middle. Yeah. That gunky stuff. Yes. So if you imagine you've got a tube going through your body, like a piece of bamboo, mm-hmm. and when you get attuned, you become attuned by a Reiki master to Reiki. What it does is it kind of takes all that gunk out the middle so that you get a flow of energy, and it comes out through your hands. So it's it's universal love, really, and it, love energy is what it is. And you use it as a hands-on healing. So you can use it for yourself, okay. which is initially what you do with Reiki 1, because you can't really go and heal other people till you've sorted yourself out. Oh, right. You know, you've got to heal yourself first. Yes. So Reiki 1 is very much about self-healing, and I think it's the most amazing thing. I just think everybody in the world should do it, because it, it heals you. It balances everything up. And then some people are um, interested in doing Reiki 2, which actually I'm teaching at the weekend, and that gives you another level of frequency, another level of vibration. You know, you're constantly raising your vibration with all this work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that allows you to work on other people, but it also gives you the ability to 
send energy to the past or to the future or to a situation or to somebody who's living halfway across the world. You can send them healing. Um, you can do all kinds of things with Reiki too. So when you say you think everyone should do Reiki, where like is that something you have to be guided? Because I've been to Reiki in Nashville and I've been to someone else and she did... Hands-on. Yeah, hands-on, which is similar to a sort of what we did. Like we laid on a table and then she... I mean, not... It's much more calming and it's, yes. it's much more loving. Loving, yes. yes. I yeah. mean, she put her hands on my shoulders and I started to cry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, like, it's very, yes, yeah. calming and loving. But so do you need to go to a session like that or is it something that there's something you can like, learn for yourself. You can. And Reiki 1 is all about self-healing. It's not about oh, yes. working on other people. Right. So you go to a Reiki master like myself okay and you do the two-day course mm -hmm. and then you have information from that two-day course you do a 21-day practice so you work on yourself every day for 21 days okay. with the information that you've learned okay and you become attuned over those four times over those two days and then after the 21 days it will have integrated into your cellular structure and then you kind of have reiki and once you have reiki you kind of have it for life yeah. So it's Reiki on or Reiki off. I gave Reiki to my son for his 18th birthday, which I don't think is what he was expecting. <laughs> He's like, thanks. <laughs> I took him to Glastonbury and sat on top of the tour and I gave him, you know, I attuned him to Reiki. Yeah. However, he's now a father with two children and he's used it a million times. Yeah. You know, on his kids, on himself. And he said, you know what? It was better than a car. It's the best gift I've ever had. Wow. Because he's used it all the time. And, and you just use it you when you feel... You have a tool for yourself. It's like right. a first aid kit in the end of your fingers. You know, you have this tool for yourself that you can get rid of a headache or your eyes are hurting because you've been looking at screens too long mm -hmm. or you've got a heartache. Mm -hmm. um, it really helps. And, and it, it not only does it heal what's there, but it moves you to another frequency, another vibration. It kind of lifts you. And um, I'm always interested to see when people come for second degree, which I have a couple coming this weekend, how much their lives have changed. In, right. in since they did first degree, which is only about six months ago, their whole life has completely changed for the better. Mm -hmm. So I think it moves you, you know, into the next level. What would you say, because if, you, if you're talking about growth and moving to the next level, like what would you say is happening the most in our culture now when people aren't moving? I like, think there's diversity now. There's the, the people are fighting. You yeah. Know, they're not allowing other people to have their own opinions. No matter what you believe, you know, really you should be letting other people have what they believe right. and not fight against it. Um, so people are very much in fighting mode, I think, at the moment. I think they're very fearful. That's why they're in fighting mode. They're scared of what's going to happen. They don't understand. Well, that's not really a nice thing to say, but maybe they haven't heard of the fact that you, you know, basically create your own reality. Mm -hmm. So I personally don't watch TV. Mm -hmm. I haven't for years. Mm -hmm. um, I don't watch the news. Mm -hmm. um, I do get, uh, you know, um, headlines sent to me on my phone or on my um, computer because I do need to be aware of what's going on. Right. But I don't want to be inundated with it, you mm -hmm. know, and have it in my face all day long. And I can't handle those people that tell the news. Their whole voice and frequency is mm -hmm. like a Oh, it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> it really rubs me up the wrong way. Um, so I think, what, what was the question again? I've lost, lost. Well, I just asked you because I think it is important. I agree with you. It's important to keep moving to our higher frequencies and our next level and keep growing constantly. Yeah. But I don't think that it's done very often. I think it's, it's starting to be talked about more. But, like, there's a big deficiency to me. There's a big deficiency. Yeah, I agree. And you mean in society? In society, yeah. yes. And so I was just... But until they get to the point where they've had enough and they're prepared to look right. another way, I mean, you know, how bad you want it to get. Right. You know? 
But there's, you know, there's so many agendas. It's quite difficult to talk about society because right. there's so many agendas, you know, whether you believe in the cabal or whether you believe in the Illuminati or whether yeah. you believe or you don't believe. There's a lot of agendas there mm-hmm. um, that give people certain ways of thinking. But at the end of the day, I think we have a responsibility to take care of ourselves first. And then we're in a much better position to take care of others. And to give back. Yeah, and to give back. Yeah, I really do. I think it's important to um, care, mm-hmm. period, you know, by the way you talk to people, by accepting people, by understanding everybody's got their own journey and their mm-hmm. own. You have no idea what someone's been through. You have no idea where somebody's at. Yeah. Um, and not to, and judging is, is not a nice thing. Judgment. I don't like judgment very yeah. much. Um, I'm definitely not perfect. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do get my bad days. But I think on the whole, I um, work towards making decisions towards love, you know, always. Right. And making choices that way. One thing that was really interesting to me when we were doing our session is you tested um, if I was in my authentic self. Mm-hmm. So is that, do you see people, and I actually was, which was awesome to hear. <laughs> <laughs> but do you see people a lot not? In their authentic self? Really? What, because so we what put is on that? coping mechanisms. We might have put them on at school because somebody was bullying us. Yeah. We might have put them on because our parents told us we were useless. And so we put on a coping mechanism for that. So it's like or your we, survival skills. Yeah. So you put on these coping mechanisms and then they're stuck there. So as you grow up, they're still there. Wow. But as an adult, you can get let go of them and just have the courage to be who you really are. And that's the hardest part is the courage mm-hmm. for people to be their true self. I mean, I'm quite opinionated, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't when I was younger. Mm -hmm. It took me a long time to learn. It's okay to say, people don't have to agree with you. If it's your truth, it's your truth. Mm -hmm. And I'm not offending anyone. But if somebody asks me, do I look good in that dress? I'll say, it looks like crap. You should wear that one. That other one over there is much nicer. I'm not going to go, yeah, it's okay. I'm going to, there's rubbish. Take it off. Right. But that one looks fantastic. Put that one on. Right. But it's case, I'm kind of a was renowned for being what they call a truth monger. You know, don't ask Linda because she'll tell you the truth. <laughs> I appreciate that, though. That's what, I'm not going to ask you if I don't want the truth, you know? Yeah, but a lot of people don't want the truth. Right, that's so you interesting. Know? You know, especially when people are bought, they've bought into this poor, pitiful me, mm-hmm. you know, like I can't do this and I'm always that way and I'm sick all the time. And you can see, you know, from the people, unfortunately, who are, under par let's say I don't want to be rude to people that are really sick because some people do have major health issues but for the average person who's just a bit down Mm -hmm. um, it's up to ourselves to pick ourselves up you know and I always think if you if you feel that bad go do something for somebody that's got it a lot worse right you You know I saw a wonderful thing on Facebook the other day which I'm going to do which was somebody had made up these little um, ziplock bags Mm -hmm. at the dollar shop and they put in a toothbrush, a toothpaste, um, some soap, a pair of socks, I don't know, a couple of bits and pieces, you know, to keep yourself clean, and the $5 bill, and they kept giving, they give them out to homeless people. I just thought that was the most yeah, amazing so simple, thing. Yeah, simple, but yeah. Yeah, and I thought, I'm going to do that. That's yeah. And they put a couple of bars of chocolate or something in it. Right. But it was probably a $10 bag, and it would, you know, give someone the opportunity to clean their teeth, for God's sake. You know? Right, Basic, so that we just take human, for granted. You know, human things. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was nice. So doing stuff like that always, you know, makes a person feel good and gets you out of your hole. But people have, you know, a lot of people are very caught up in blame. If you blame mm-hmm. other people, you're never going to get there. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can't. You can't keep blaming. Are you religious? 
I'm not religious. I don't believe in religion because I've always said that God doesn't have a religion. Okay. But I believe in God or the universe, universe. or the ultimate power. Yes, I do. Higher yeah. power. Higher power, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I call it God mm-hmm. or the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't believe in religion, no. Mm-hmm. I was, um, yeah, no, I don't believe in religion. Do you think you I think have... it's caused too many problems. Yeah. <laughs> Um, would you say, do you believe everyone's here for a purpose? I think everybody's here for a purpose. And I think the purpose is very simple. I think the purpose is to go towards love. I think the purpose is to rise above fear and be in love. Do you feel like you're living as your higher self? Absolutely. Yeah. It took me a long time to get here because I'm, Mm. you know, I'm old now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I've been around a long time. But yeah, I've grown into this person that I really like. Yeah. Um, and I've had my issues growing up, but I'm really happy with where I am and I love what I do and it's very rewarding. Mm-hmm. And my life is very simple. It's the most simple it's ever been. Um, I have the smallest place I've ever lived in in my life. I have the fewest possessions um, and I have a beach at the end of my road, yeah, which is very fantastic nice of you. <laughs> to go walk on every day. And yeah, simple, a simple life. I don't really have any desire to have stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I did, but... Not so much now. I just mm. want to help people. I just love it. Yeah. I just love, you know, helping and seeing people grow and become the, you know, the, the best they can possibly be. It's fantastic. That seems so rewarding to me. Um, I was thinking about, like, you said you don't pick up energies, though, because I was thinking you do this in your house. You Do you ever feel like, do you sage the shit out of this place? Like, I do. <laughs> I figured you must have to. I do. And I've also got these little angel tuning forks, okay. which are fantastic for clearing the house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I've, you know, I've always got incense and um, stuff like that. Yeah. Have you ever had such a dark energy come in that you just ugh, couldn't Not shake here, it off? But in a previous home that I really? had when I was in England, I had somebody I had to ask them to leave. Really? Yeah. It was, they were, I don't know who they were, but they were not supposed to be in my house. Wow. Yeah. There's only what one is time. that? Like, what they're is it? They're just miserable and they're just, they're just, you know, got demons on them or something. I don't know. They're yeah. just caught up in bad energy. And uh, they were just rude and, and, and just miserable and very unhappy. Very, very wow. unhappy. And I just said, you know, I just don't think we're a good fit mm-hmm. because they were just, you know, whatever I said, they were like, yeah, but you don't know what you're talking about. And no, 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 no. It's like, you know what? I don't think we're a very good fit. Right. So why don't you just leave? <laughs> right. What do you think about, um, you know, the opioid addiction is such a big deal now. And I, I personally, this is just my feelings, feel like medicine in general is just overprescribed. Like, what do you think about the rates of depression and anxiety? Well, I don't believe and, in all this medication personally. Right. Because it, we, as we know, the pharmaceutical industry run this country. So right. we know all that stuff. It's nothing new. And it's all about money. And I think it's very sad that the human beings are used as guinea pigs mm-hmm. um, to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've always believed in natural health care, and I still do. And, you know, to be quite honest, the medical profession only started when I was born. Before mm-hmm. the war, there was no medical profession. There was no pharmaceutical industry. So if you look it up and you start doing some research, you find out that a lot of it came after the war and a lot of the chemicals that were used after the war were put into medications. And that's um, what we now put in our body. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of good people in the medical world. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I'm not blanketing over and saying that it's all them. Whoopsie. That it's all bad. Right. But um, for me personally, I prefer natural approaches to health. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's herbs or spices or some vitamins and supplements and minerals. Right. Um, those are the only areas that I look at. And I don't go to doctors. I honestly don't really either, which has been such an, it's a new thing for me. Growing up, I was 
constantly at the doctor because I was always oh, really? sick. Yes, which that's why today when you said to me that I had a strong immune system, I was like, what? Yeah, because you don't take medication. <laughs> I don't. I don't. And But that's so different from how I was growing up. I've also changed my diet. So I found out I've had certain food sensitivities and I don't eat gluten or dairy because my body doesn't respond. I think that's probably why yeah. I'm like a lot And healthier. also, you know, we live in the most toxic. This is the most toxic this we've ever lived. Right. You know, my generation at least had you know, a few years of non, no toxins as mm-hmm, a kid. Mm-hmm. But you guys and young people now, they've got toxic Everywhere. food, toxic water, toxic soil, you know, chemtrails, everything. Cell phones. I, yeah. I know you, you're a big advocate of... Um, Protecting yourself. Yeah, talk about that. So well, what... these little items I have are, you know, I've been, I, I met these scientists quite a long time ago that developed these... Phone um, shields. Phone shields, yeah. They're shields, at. mobile shields to put on your phone uh-huh. to protect you from EMF. What's EMF? Electromagnetic frequencies okay. that come from the phone, which are very damaging to the body. Okay. And so I have shown people, I will balance them and then I'll test them, do a muscle test at the end of the of this session and they're strong. Everything's mm-hmm. working strong. Mm-hmm. I can touch everything. It's fine. They put a phone next to them and everything goes off because really? the phone will just wipe you out. So the phone is, especially with this 5G, don't get me started on the 5G, but that's really this new 5G that's coming out now. Um, which is being tested in Los Angeles and three other cities in America is very, very strong, very, very strong. And it's going to um, be much more disruptive to the human body. So it's really important to be protected. And there's many items out there. I have some on my website that I sell. Mm-hmm. They're not expensive. They last for life. And again, they're done with frequencies. So what they do basically is they override the frequency of the cell phone to make sure that your brain is not affected. So how, okay, so yeah, because I'm on my phone constantly. And so yeah. you're, I'm either texting or I have it up to my ear. I even stick it in my back pocket a lot. Right. Which I thought to myself, I'm like, that can't be good. Cause no. it's, and it's also not good to have it right up by your ear. Either. Right. And they even say so in the instructions. No one ever reads those really? instructions. Yeah. yeah I never read at, directions. No, you like, no one. And also there's like 8 billion Right. Lines. Who has time for that? No, exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's important to protect yourself against EMF. And I have a lot of information on my website about that. But What's, a lot of, a lot of, um, reports and the World Health Organization in 2012 was saying that they're dangerous. What about computers? And the same for computers. I have one that's for computers. This Mm -hmm. is called the Computer Shield. And I have one that I wear that I've worn for like seven years, which is the Body Shield, which protects me from everybody else's iPhones and everybody else's stuff, you know, devices. So it's really important and specifically for children, really, really important for kids. But there's you know, there's a huge amount of information out there, which we're not mm-hmm. going to get into now. It's a mm-hmm. whole subject on its own. And I really wish people will, you know, check it out. There's a comp- there's an online um, website, Take Your Power Back, I think it's called. Okay. Or Take Back Your Power. Uh-huh. And um, they do a lot of it. It's a lot of it, EMF information. Oh, okay. I said that it's on my website. There's a whole bunch of information, too. And you mentioned the World Health Organization, which Annie, our mutual friend, had. she told me about as well. What is that? Is it just... It's an organization that's got different members from around the world who um, look at um, information and and, um, what's going on in the world and look at different devices and different Mm -hmm. um, illnesses etc and and come up as a group on a on a finding with scientific background okay so they if the health world health organization says that this is bad for you Mm -hmm. then you probably know that at least it's been tested by a huge amount of people and right. there's the science behind it. Around the world. I'm not sure 
I'm not sure what else they're doing, but I do know that the EMF studies that they did, which is my area, I haven't mm -hmm. looked at the other areas, mm -hmm. were very good. Um, there's a couple of really amazing people. Um, Deborah DeVaris, I think, is one of them. Mm -hmm. There's some really interesting people putting information out about the EMFs. And so I make sure that everybody has at least protection on their phone and right. computer. And, um, and that way they're, they're not going to have their health damaged. Right. So yeah, yeah. So this is all about the energy frequencies again. It's it just again, throws it off. And we're frequency. just constantly we're on. bombarded. Oh, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I Especially was... by phones. Yeah. And, and, and also the thing that's so frightening is, I mean, I, I think the worst thing I saw was months and months and months ago, maybe even a couple of years ago now, was I was in a restaurant on a weekend, like a brunch restaurant, mm -hmm. and there was a dad sitting with a small young son. And they looked like he was probably, it's his weekend mm -hmm. to have the child. Right. And they were both sitting opposite each other on phones. And he must have been about six years old. Oh, and wow. I just watched them the whole time through brunch. They were eating and just, and I thought, how sad that they're not talking to each other. Right. You know, and I see it everywhere. And it really upsets me that people... You know, they just don't communicate. But then that's the way it's going, apparently. I was actually, I was on set yesterday and we were all sitting in the dressing room and it was silent for about 30 minutes. And we were all, it was about six people sitting in one room just staring at our cell phones. And somebody made a joke about it. We were yeah. like, we don't even know how to talk to each other you anymore. Know, but it's, it's true. Crazy. People don't no. know how to talk to each other. Mm -hmm. become, well, the whole idea was to get us addicted and we're addicted. We're straight up addicted. Yeah, they were just turning into robots. They want us to turn into robots and stick chips in us. And, you know, it's all a plan. Yeah. I'm quite a rebel, so I'm not going to play that <laughs> game. <laughs> I'm like going to talk about to you. <laughs> Whether they like it or not. <laughs> So what else do you have on your website, which is, it's lindapenny.com, right? I have a little video introducing myself. Yes. So you can hear what I do. Right. And then I have all my classes that I okay. teach because I like to empower people. So, um, you know, I want people to learn how to take care of themselves. You don't have to keep coming to me once right. I get you back into balance. Right. And I help you to learn tools and techniques to help yourself. Mm -hmm. Then you can take care of yourself and your friends and family. Um, so I love that teaching yeah. aspect. I, I really enjoy that. Um, I have interesting products. Mm -hmm. I have things like Ormus. Do you know about Ormus? No. Ormus is mon monotonic gold. Um, oh. so it's a really interesting product. Love that also bottle. raises your frequency, but there's lots of many other things. And um, I'm just about to put the C60 on. C60 is an anti-aging that's very new. I'm very kind of cutting edge. Yeah. Um, and I've got Ormus cards. What else have I got? So what does the Ormus do? Minerals. Almost does a lot. It, it, <laughs> it, it, it strengthens your bones. It increases your immune system. It raises your vibration, basically. It helps mm -hmm. to raise your consciousness. Um, it's just an all-round all um, higher frequency. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's not, it's not for everybody. You kind right. of have to be at a certain level, I think, to start taking almost because you need to, it's also a great detoxifier of metals okay so if you've got a lot of metal in your mouth it's probably not a good idea to take it because it oh. might draw them out yeah, yeah yeah so it's kind of there's some there's information on the site about okay. it yeah and what else do I, oh, oh all the shields all I have the, the shields all the shields and you're also very into oils right yes i, I love, love oils, oils. I yeah i love oils Me yeah too. i was i used to have my own range many many years ago called angel oils mm -hmm. and uh, i studied oils and learned how about the top notes and the yeah. notes and all that stuff and how to mix them and what have you yeah and uh, i just think that they're, they're they're so ancient i mean they gave them to jesus for god's sake you know they, exactly they frankincense yeah <laughs> They got to be doing something, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so you've given me homework. Is that typical? Like you yes. come in and do a session, and now I'm going to go home 
you said you're going to continue yes. with the affirmations and affirmations. you're going to tap them in certain parts of your body because yes. you want to make new neurons in your brain. Right. So those statements at the moment were alien statements to you. It was like, what? No, uh, yeah. that's not me. I couldn't, some of them I was like, I can't even repeat this. What? Yeah. <laughs> but then by the end of the session, I was all about it. <laughs> yeah. So the idea is to go home and practice because okay. if you make a new neuron, it's going to override the one that's already there so that you can change your thoughts, change the way you think. Yeah. Think a much more positive way that benefits you personally. Mm -hmm. So everybody gets affirmations from me if they need them mm -hmm. and they'll all be different depending on what their issues are. And I also um, do have supplements and oils and things that I prescribe if they need them. Right. So whatever the body needs. But affirmations I'm very keen on because they're non-intrusive. Mm -hmm. But like I said before, thoughts create hormones, hormones create chemistry, chemistry creates the physical body. So let's start with the thoughts first. So I'm right. not really a nutritionist. You may want to go to a nutritionist, but I'm dealing more so with the emotional and the electrical aspects first. And then I am able as a kinesiologist to check you for foods and supplements and things. But that's not my big passion. My right. passion is the emotional body and the electrical body to get those because they're so important and they're left out of the equation. All the time. Yeah. And they're more important, I think. You know what I think is so interesting? Because I was laying on your table and I was crying and I kept feeling myself wanting to make myself stop. I know. You know, as a... As a but I've thought over the years, I've learned like crying is so healing and you just have to release it and Absolutely. get it out of your body. But I still think that it's really hard sometimes when you're in the presence of someone else, especially to let yourself be that vulnerable to kind of, you know, know. open it but up. But you'll get to the point where you don't care. Yeah. But excuse me, I've got to have a good cry. <laughs> I'll be get right this back. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that though? Don't, I mean, I, we were talking, um, it's another like thing society this week, doesn't allow people to grieve. Right. Or if you do it. One day off from work, that's it. Right. And then if you do it too much, people think, oh, she's depressed or whatever. No, but she's grieving. You're grieving. Yeah. Cleansing. You know, we're not very good as a society. Crying doesn't really you know, fit into our model of hard work and right. you know, always being together. Happy, fast moving. Yeah. yeah. But also crying and laughter are the same release. So, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. you're just, I had a friend that called me the other night who's unfortunately had two people pass away very close to her and she phoned me up and she said, I've had the worst week of my life. I need a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so we just, I just started, started being silly and we started laughing on the phone. And uh, after about 20 minutes, she goes, oh, it's just what I needed. Thank you. I feel so much better. Yeah. Because it's the same release. You know, you're either going to cry it out or you're going to laugh it out, one mm -hmm. or the other. But it's just getting it out and not getting suppressing it out of your, body. your emotions. Because most people, we came up with you. We all mm -hmm. do that. We suppress mm -hmm. our emotions because we haven't got time. Well, that's what I was going to say. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my mum died last week and I took a couple of days off, but I've got to get back to work. Right. Like, Excuse me? That is crazy. I know. Yeah. But that's so true. Or, yeah, you have to, you have so many responsibilities on your plate. Sometimes the grieving process or whatever can be heavy and it, it's not as quick as you want it to be. Yeah. And so, yeah, you suppress We're very it. impatient. Yeah, oh, for sure. But also I find it, you know, very interesting that when I first came here that people can't take a day off work. No. It's, I mean, I have people sometimes that are quite ill mm -hmm. and I go, well, you know, you need a couple of days in bed. It's like, I can't. What do you mean you can't? What's going to happen? You're going to get fired? Right. They, know they won't pay me. I said, but you're you're ill, you need a couple of days off. And people seem to work even when they're not well. Mm -hmm. And so it, it, you know, it prolongs the illness or the depression or whatever right. it is they're dealing with. You know, we kind of, when you're a kid, you're not feeling well, 
you know, I don't know about you, but I, when I had, you know, when I my kids were sick, I would just say, okay, let's make up a bed on the couch. Oh, make yeah. Make some soup, mm-hmm. put the telly on, you know, watch a silly Disney right. movie or something. But, you know, just keep them quiet and still and resting. Mm-hmm. Resting is something that no one does. Bless <laughs> you. Excuse me. Bless you. <laughs> resting. So nobody yeah. rests. Do you ever rest? No. You're either going or you stop. Yeah, no I feel resting. guilty if I rest a yeah, lot of times. Yeah, get rid of that. Whew. I know. We don't do guilt. I've started to, um, I feel like on social media a lot, we're always talking about how busy we are and all the things we're accomplishing. So sometimes I'll post about when I'm doing nothing, I make sure to post about it. <laughs> Just to be like, I'm doing nothing and this feels really great yeah. and I'm going to feel proud of this. Yeah, and, and I think, I think it's important do to do. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that. Gosh. I tend to do that on Sundays. My Sunday Sundays. is a nothing day. I do what I feel like doing on a Sunday. I might yeah. go for a walk. I might go to the farmer's market. But basically, I'm, I might come back and just read a book for two hours. I'm right. not really doing anything. No pressure. No. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I feel like I could talk to you forever. <laughs> um, so where can people find you? On your website, lindapenny.com. Lindapenny.com. And my email is lynda.penny at gmail.com. Okay. And uh, all the information you need is there, really. On the website. And I do work a distance at a distance, so I can right. meet people on the phone. I can do them on um, Skype. Although lately I've found that FaceTime seems to work better than yeah, Skype. I, I don't know what's does. happened to Skype, but it's a bit off. Yeah. Um, so FaceTime okay. or WhatsApp. Um, so I'm quite capable of doing that. So um, you don't actually have to be in Los Angeles to no, get here. No, you can still awesome. get a treatment if you want one. Amazing. And I'm doing some, um, I'm just writing this book. And then I'm going to okay. have it available as um, classes online. Oh, cool. Fast Track to Consciousness. There's a little intro, I think, on my site about it, but I haven't finished the book yet. Okay. So it won't have any for a little while, probably next year. So but keep, um, yeah, keep I want to kind of do that. some more webinar stuff, but I'm oh, not cool. quite sure how you do them. So yeah. <laughs> I need to, to learn someone to show me how to do it. Um, and then, I, yeah, because I've got in, interest from people to learn about the chakra system, for instance, yeah. you know, but they're not in town. They're mm-hmm. not here in LA. So, you know, then I can do it online. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. It's been this. a pleasure. And it's so oh lovely to meet you. So lovely to meet you. I feel so free today. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Got a big release. Um, okay, you guys check out Linda at lindapenny.com. And you can always email me at kelly at velvetsedge.com if you have any more questions. Linda, thank you so much again for being here. And thanks for listening. Bye.